0: Across America is live on Vison from Las Vegas and Denver on your Sunday afternoon. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. I'm Adam Candy here at the South Point in Las Vegas, joined by James Salinas in Denver, Colorado. Normally, this is a Sunday that we fill up with a lot of baseball talk with the full card here in the middle of the boys of summer action. But we've got the final day of the NBA regular season and One of my Christmas days, the beginning of the NHL playoffs to talk about as well. We're going to take a look at some series prices. I think there are a couple of really interesting underdogs to take a gander at. And of course, who is resting? Who is playing? Who has motivation? James, we are at the final day of the NBA regular season, and we know next to nothing about what the seeding is going to look like. And yet... It is still a day where we are finding out the teams that have something to play for not necessarily going all out. Uh, You're going to have to take a very close
1: look at both the injury report and rest today. Absolutely. You think about think about what are the Lakers going to do tonight? Is it realistic for them to get out of that seven spot based on they need help of what's going to happen with Portland? Does Portland knock out Denver? Does Denver show up tonight to play? And those are just the late games this for, for tonight's card. What about the early games? What's going to happen with Washington? Is Bradley Beal going to play? That game's going to get ready to come out here soon, so we'll be able to see where that is. And that's really what I've been looking for to start NBA action today. Adam was really keying on where are we at with Beal that number now is up to seven in favor of the Wizards with the total ticking up to 229 and a half I suspect just reading into that that Beal is on the court
0: you do not need to infer any longer. Bradley Beal is starting for the Washington Wizards here today. The lineup will go Westbrook, Beal, Bertans, Hachimura, and Alex Len for the Wizards at home against the Hornets. Hornets, of course, on the back-to-back after losing a heartbreaker in overtime to the Knicks yesterday. Uh, These teams obviously have plenty to play for here with getting into the 8-9 game versus having to play in that 9-10 and having to win Uh, potentially two games to get into the playoffs instead of one. So there you go. Uh, James has the update up to seven in favor of the homestanding Washington Wizards here today. That is one of the matchups that has a lot riding on it. Another one is the Celtics and the Knicks. Uh, The Celtics will sit their top seven players today. That's why the Knicks are favored by 12 in a game that tips off in just a couple of minutes here with a pregame total of 211. You might have seen it up at VEASAN.com just a moment ago. The New York Knicks, with a win today, guarantee themselves the number four seed home court in the first round of the NBA playoffs because the Miami Heat lost last night to the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, things get dicey for the Knicks depending on what happens with other games today. If they lose, they would have to be at the mercy of the Hawks and the Heat. And the New York Knicks and the Hawks tied at 40-31. and 31. Knicks have the head-to-head tiebreaker between those two teams. You see it up right now, the Eastern Conference standings at vson.com heat a game behind at 39 and 32 and we mentioned that hornets wizards matchup it is uh, those two teams tied at 38 and 38 along with the indiana pacers the pacers are visiting tampa to take on the raptors here today and The Raptors here, James, are sitting everybody uh, pretty well as expected. I'm looking for information on DeMontis Sabonis to see if he's ultimately going to start. That was supposed to be a game-time decision for the Indiana Pacers. Malcolm Brogdon will be out, uh, ruled out with a hamstring injury for Indiana. Minus 6,
1: 227 on the Pacers and the Raptors. Looking at this game here, this th- thinking about where the Pacers sit. The Pacers have just been, these la- uh, this last month, and I know they've been dealing with a lot of injuries, but I feel like the Pacers are a team I just haven't been able to get a good read on. I feel like there's plenty of talent on that roster and getting out there on the floor, I think has been the issue trying to get these guys connected to play together and find their roles, find their identity. What is their identity? Who's going to be the facilitator? Are they going to try to play inside out and live through the post through Sabonis? It just feels like game to game. I just don't know what their identity is because it seemed like the game plan changes. I just don't know when we're talking about the coaching staff and we saw Foster a couple weeks ago getting into it with one of the players, uh, Greg Foster, really the the, um, the former players, uh, former NBA players, now an assistant coach there. Just feel like there's a disconnect between the coaching staff, the players, and maybe some internal players too with some of the trades that happened with Lavert coming over now finally getting out there and he's been their best player, at least on the offensive side, consistently putting the ball in the basket, but just struggling with the Pacers all season long and their identity on offense in particular. And I think it's affected their defense because we've seen some really horrid defensive efforts out of this Indiana Pacers team. Not sure where this game is going to go today. I'm not going to play this game and put a bet on this one. But I probably will be looking to fade the Pacers regardless of whatever position they're in when we get to the play-in scenario. I am not laying
0: that many points on the road with the Indiana Pacers either. And uh, James, let's talk overall approach today, because for me, uh, this kind of feels like Moneyline Parlay Christmas. Once you once you figure out exactly who's in and who's out, I was looking at doing it uh, as a three team round robin. Uh, now I saw that the Suns, though, which were going to be one of the three teams that I had in mind are going to sit both Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Interesting, considering the Suns do have something to play for here today, an outside shot at the number one seed, but of course they don't seem to have a whole lot of faith that the Sacramento Kings are going to be able to defeat the Utah Jazz. Well,
1: that's the, that's what we have to really look at, right, is these games are correlated. So it's not just, some some teams control their own fate, right? If we win, we know we're this seed and it doesn't matter if we need any help or not. Like Portland, for instance, Portland beats the Nuggets tonight, they are not going to be in that play-in scenario. So they don't have to scoreboard watch. Doesn't matter what happens with anybody else. They win their game, they're in. Some of these other games here, like the Suns, know full well, yeah, we can win this game, but we still need Utah to lose, and Utah will know their fate starting that game tonight. It's the late game. It's a late start tonight, 9 o'clock Eastern time, so Utah's going to know where they stand, and I think for the Suns, realistically, they got to think about, yeah, what's more? They want to have that number one seed and even if they rest those couple starters could they still pull the game out potentially here but as far as betting these games and you talked about the money line side when you're laying the big favorite if you're going to do that you're laying these big prices you're going to have to string a number of a number of those teams together to even get back to an even even money on your bet so I think that's where key to your point Adam absolutely knowing are these players actually going to be out there on the court and then the other side for how long so I've been thinking more so so maybe I might get involved in some of these games with the dog when we get to the second half and in game. That's the beauty of having the, the opportunity to bet in game. Once you start seeing those and those numbers are move, but maybe at halftime, you can find a good price with that dog. You'll see what kind of effort and energy they're putting out there in that first half, especially to close out the season with these teams that don't have anything left to play for. But these players do have something to play for when it comes to having an opportunity because anytime you're sitting guys or your starters are out, say the Pelicans, for instance, we know a majority of their starters are hurt they're not going to play gives an opportunity for a lot of young guys to get out there what are the Lakers going to do knowing most likely they get to that halftime spot now do we actually have to play and are we going to have a chance to to move out of that seven seed maybe not maybe we sit our guys so so many things correlated here I'm not going to take that approach with big money line parlays just because of that Adam I'm going to be looking more so in game and second half opportunities
0: Certainly looking for teams with motivation uh, like the Los Angeles Lakers, like the Portland Trailblazers. We shall see uh, how they ultimately decide to play it. But you can see, looking at what you're talking about, you can see why the Kings opened as 11-point dogs, and that was bought out quickly. Uh, as some smarter money looked at it and said, are the Suns going to believe the Jazz are going to play their full complement against the Kings? It's already down to nine now that we see that Chris Paul and Devin Booker are sitting for the Suns in anticipation of the fact that the Jazz might not go with the full complement tonight in Sacramento against the team uh, in the Kings that still does not have De'Aaron Fox in the lineup. So it should be interesting to see how all of these teams decide to approach it today. Playoffs about to start in the NBA? The playoffs are here in the National Hockey League. Capitals and the Bruins got it underway with an overtime game last night. Capitals get the lead in that series. Three first-round games today. We are already puck-dropped in the Islanders and the Penguins here. That is game number one in Pittsburgh. This went off as Penguins minus 135, Isles plus 115, some late money in. They're on the New York Islanders, and this game is knotted at one at the end of the first period. Total all the way down at five. Not terribly shocking for the Islanders. Some late scratches in this one. No Malkin for the Penguins, and very surprising uh, that Semyon Varlamov was not able to go for the Isles in game one. Sorokin gets the start, and... I thought that I didn't want to play this one in particular, James. But this is one of those series prices that I decided to get in on. I took the Islanders plus one thirty in the series. They on the season beat up the Pittsburgh Penguins five two and one against Pittsburgh. They outscored them twenty five to nineteen. The most high danger chances they created against any team all year long, and. I'll tell you what, after watching the way Barry Trotz guided the Capitals to the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago, it's hard not to go with that experience behind the bench.
1: And I was thinking about that too, thinking about how they played two years ago in the playoffs when they swept the Penguins and, and really just dominated the Penguins in that series, in that sweep. It was an overtime win in game one and then ultimately held them to just a collective total of six goals in that four game sweep. But how does that apply to coming into two years later this year? Here, I wanted to get involved. I'm kind of, I was kind of where you were, Adam. I wanted to get involved with the dog, but after kind of seeing what happened last night, we were talking yesterday with the Bruins and the Caps, and the Bruins for the series price closed at a dollar fifty-five favorite. Now it's the reverse because they lost that game in overtime. Maybe I'm gonna probably not get involved with any of these series to begin with today. But I think I'm gonna be looking for some angles where maybe. Maybe potentially find some better series prices and or game by game just feeling like it's going to be we, we see this in in, this, in the Stanley Cup playoffs just feel like unless, unless there's really and we do have some series Adam where it's I think it's going to be a one-way street with some of these teams that are clearly the best the best team out there and going to be a significant favorite but some of these series here going into today uh, pretty even series for the most part as far as the numbers are concerned so maybe some opportunities as a zigzag theory when there's more of a sense of urgency depending on where the series goes as it progresses.
0: Underway at 3 o'clock Eastern today, the Vegas Golden Knights hosting the Minnesota Wild in what should probably be one of the best first round series. This is the two and the three in the Honda West division. Golden Knights, $1.55 favorites at the moment, plus 135 getting back on the Wild. Total of five and a half. Money has come in. Uh, on the wild here, which in Las Vegas is surprising, considering uh, the Golden Knights are a very heavily bet team here in town. I also took the dog in this series, largely based on the price. Minnesota was as big as a 210 dog against the Golden Knights. Uh, on the season, the Minnesota Wild went 5-1-2 and two against the Vegas Golden Knights, by far the team that Vegas struggled with the most on the season. Every advanced metric at five on five that I like to look at favored the Minnesota Wild expected goals for high danger chances for Uh, thought about going about it the way, James, that you talked about that. um, I'm not sure if it was the Carolina series or the Avalanche series, but in terms of looking at exact games, not thinking this is going to be a sweep. Money-wise, though, by the time I figured out what I wanted to bet and what the prices looked like, I think it was better for me to go on that series price price at plus 210. Uh, What do you think about Minnesota and Vegas in the 2-3 in the first round in the West?
1: Adam, I was thinking about getting involved in this game today and taking the dog price here at plus 135. You talked about the, the history so far this season, how well the Wild have matched up against the Vegas Golden Knights, plus the fact that Vegas, with some of the injuries and other issues going on over the past few weeks, don't really come in with a whole lot of momentum right now. And And I feel like it's it's not just something where I like teams that are rolling in with some momentum when it comes to playoff time, playing at a higher level. It It's not just, it's to me, it's just not as simple as putting on a switch, flipping that switch up and saying, all right, now we're ready to get after it. The playoffs are finally here. Now we're going to dial it up because we know everything speeds up in the playoffs and that the Wild are a pretty hungry team. Not that the Golden Knights aren't, and they're very dominant on home ice. They're in your hometown in Vegas. there, Adam. but I'm leaning towards there. I haven't played that yet, but that's the way I'm going. A- am I looking at the right side or if I'm wanting to get involved in just game one?
0: Absolutely. I don't think you're going to go wrong looking at the dog price on Minnesota in any particular game. I see this as a coin flip series, maybe Golden Knights, 51, 52 percent. And I think you're going to see it priced differently than that. Almost every individual game, unless we see Minnesota come out and really dominate the first two games and then get home for game three. And maybe be priced accordingly in game three. I think even if the Wild win this game tonight, you're going to see a similar price Pop up on this game for game two in the series just because of what Vegas is and has been at home, and the fact that you're going to have roughly 50% capacity at T Mobile Arena. It's one of the crowds that visiting players have talked about causing them the most problems. They can't hear anything uh, in that arena. Obviously, it's not going to be 18,000 the way that it normally is in T Mobile, but it certainly will be a raucous crowd for game one. the Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. You mentioned the injury issues as well. Max Pacioretty, leading goal scorer for the Vegas Golden Knights, has missed the last couple of weeks of the season. He was not at morning skate yesterday for Vegas. That really screws up the way that they like to get those top two lines set up. Mark Stone, the captain, and Max Pacioretty together have been one of the best combinations in the NHL throughout this entire season. Also have the Lightning and the Panthers getting started today that's another great series between Tampa and Florida we'll talk about it a little more when we come back baseball's underway as well oh man am I kicking myself there's a game I wanted to play a total on and it is already steaming toward the over when we come back on betting across America we'll have that and more from the NBA's final regular season day here on the sports betting network Cross America is live from the South Point here in Las Vegas. We are presented by BetMGM. I'm Adam Candy here at the Sportsbook. James Salinas is in Denver, Colorado. Oh, James, I, I looked at my Yankees today and I wanted to play an over with Adam Plutko being uh, inserted in place of John Means, who's getting a little extra rest after throwing that no hitter. And then I saw the lineup the Yankees were rolling out there. And I thought, no, 150 hitting Gary Sanchez in the five hole. I'll go ahead and pass. And then they just go out there and put up four in the first inning. Yankees four, Baltimore nothing. Sanchez and Clint Frazier with back-to-back home runs. Yankees uh, almost all the way to that first five total of four and a half on their own pregame total of nine. Yankees are minus 165 with Jordan Montgomery going out there. Uh, I know you were interested in this game as well.
1: I was if it was gonna be means out there, and as soon as I saw that, what I had done or I looked at these very early this morning and was putting notes together for that was kinda of leaning towards the means side as far as like first five, just knowing full well like you talked about that Yankees lineup with injuries, some COVID issues, not only with the with the lineup, but also with the coaching staff, just some issues going on in that clubhouse as far as availability is concerned. So I was looking at means to get out there. I've had him a couple times. I didn't have him when he pitches his no-hitter, but I've bet him a couple times so far this season. He's been very good, obviously with the no-hitter to his credit, but aside from that, he's been very solid so far this season, and Montgomery has been pitching pretty well for the Yankees too. I was looking to get involved in the under in the first five, but ultimately once I saw Means was scratched, I scratched the game off my card.
0: Let's get the NBA updates as well to see if there are any in games that you might want to play Charlotte off to a great start here in Washington 26 14 325 to go in the first Uh, James it really hasn't adjusted a whole lot though Wizards plus one and a half for the game where would this number have to get to for you to be interested in Washington.
1: I got to see how what does Beal look like? I mean, just because you're coming back and he's gutting this out, how healthy is he? And we've seen it with hamstrings, certain guys just because you you're coming back doesn't mean you're at full strength. Yeah, I'm not sure what this number would have to come back at. And looking at the Hornets here, I kind of was I was leaning towards the Hornets. We talked about this on the pregame show at Breeding Cannon. I was leaning towards that number plus the 6 and it obviously had moved to 7 because of Beal's status, but I wanted to see how healthy was Beal, how effective was he and how impactful he was he in this game early. Not sure where how well he's played so far, what he looks like physically, but obviously the Hornets looking like yesterday we talked about that game against the Knicks. They had a lot of open looks, could knock anything down obviously just the opposite today they are feeding off of uh, off of each other and putting the ball in the basket early in this game
0: Sidney crosby is the captain of the penguins for a reason that was an absolutely ridiculous tip a second ago as he was being shoved away from the goal to put pittsburgh ahead two to one in the second period over the new york islanders 16-13 remaining in period number two as that game trends toward and over uh, because it went off at just five. Elsewhere in the NBA, Pacers and Raptors are nodded at 22, three minutes to go in the first quarter. Of course, the Pacers are big favorites in that game. Still five and a half points in favor of the Pacers. Celtics and the Knicks, 18 15, New York, the lead with about four and a half remaining in quarter number one. That's trending right along with the pregame. 11.5 uh, point spread in favor of the New York Knicks. Orioles have answered with a run against the New York Yankees as that game goes over the first five in the bottom of the first <laughs> inning. Uh, Marcus Simeon with a long ball down in Dunedin for the Toronto Blue Jays. They lead 1-0 over the Philadelphia Phillies here early on. James Lightning and... The Florida Panthers, the other series we didn't get to in the NHL. Lightning went 5-3 against Florida this year. Today, the Lightning in Florida, minus 120. Even money on the Panthers with a total of 5.5
1: that's where it sits out here in Colorado, too, Adam. And I'm looking at potentially playing the Panthers. I kind of like the spot for them playing at home. They just beat Tampa to close out the season the last two games. Now, Tampa was resting a lot of guys and really kind of coasted the last week or so of the season in preparation for defending their Stanley Cup championship think that we might see Stamkos and Kucherov back out on the ice here, whether it's tonight or soon in this series. But I'm just really looking more so at a team with Florida playing very well, coming in as really with a hot streak, winning 10 out of 12 games the last few weeks in this month of the season. I think here – You know, it's not just this flip, this flip of the switch for the lightning, just simply to come it on and and turn it on, come playoff time and start playing at a high level. And then with Stamkos and Kucherov needing to take some time to get back to their competitive legs back under them, under the ice, kind of flavor the Panthers here at even money at home in this spot. I like the spot for Florida. Yeah, they get both Stamkos and
0: Kucherov back. The
1: top three lines for Tampa are absolutely ridiculous. They're actually favored as the
0: lower seed in the series. Uh, Chase Anderson for the Phillies. That's what the Blue Jays are going to do to him. Another home run for Bo Bichette, 2-0 Toronto. This is Vesen. <laughs> NHL and NBA playoffs are here. Our experts are covering every angle to find the betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action. And our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools you need to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game at VEASAN.com, and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now's the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at com slash subscribe betting across america has all of the latest injury news from the nba as well as who is resting today on the final day of the regular season from las vegas and denver adam candy james salinas uh james this is a day that twitter was made for and i don't say that often because twitter is generally a dangerous dark place but today It's going to have all of the information that we need, including the latest on who will play and who will not. And boy, there is a lot more information on who will not uh, than who will. Let's go straight to the Chicago Bulls today, where Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic are both going to be out of the lineup. And we, of course, are tracking all this to see who's really going to put forth a full effort today. The Bulls are hosting the Bucks. That is a 9 p.m. Eastern start. And of course, there was already some question, James, as to who would play for the Bucks, considering the Nets play two hours earlier and are likely to clinch the number two seed as they take on the Cavaliers. Well, we've already found out that Chris Middleton is not going tonight, regardless for the Milwaukee Bucks, ruled out with an ankle injury. So, this is a line that I'm assuming is going to move significantly before we get underway tonight. Right now, it's sitting bucks minus two in Chicago, 223 and a half.
1: I'm digging around trying to find this. It's off the board out here in Colorado because of what you're talking about. It was up earlier. I had penciled this in at Bulls Moneyline line plus uh, what was it? Plus a dollar ten. Just highlighted it, something to keep an eye on and maybe get involved with this one here because of that and knowing that. Yeah, it's a two-hour difference where the Bucks are going to start two hours. Basically, when come tip-off time for the Bucks, they're going to know the fate of whether they're going to be the two or three seed. And I suspect they are going to be the three seed because it. It's not – the Nets should be able to clinch it. Whether they cover that big number against the Cavs is one thing or not. They're sitting currently at 13, but I suspect they're going to do whatever they got to do and just win that game with the Cavs. The Cavs have been, uh, I think, from this standpoint here, regardless of who plays with the Cavs here, I think for the big three, to at least first half, I think if I was going to get involved with that one, I'd be looking first half. But I think for the Bucks, yeah, why would you play anybody? You're going to know come tip-off time what's happening with the Nets. You know the Nets are probably going to be – if the game's not quite over, then the Nets, you're going to know what the fade is here. I suspect we'll probably see a number of players beyond Middleton sit, Giannis, as well as a number of other starters getting prepped for next weekend when the actual playoffs start. And the
0: domino effect of these games, James, is something that we probably can't talk enough about. So we talked about that Jimmy Butler is out for the heat. But, of course, you look at the Heat and say, wait a minute, the Heat have something to play for here. They don't want to end up in the sixth. They want to hope that there's some way to move up today. But you see the Knicks playing earlier, likely to beat the Celtics. They have a 22-20 to lead here at the moment in the first quarter. And then you see the Hawks. Well, the Hawks have something to play for, but they're hosting the Houston Rockets. And so the Rockets have just about nobody available to play. And so the Heat are probably looking forward at this thing as they sit as five and a half point favorites in Detroit against the Pistons in an 810 p.m. start total of 213 and a half. And the Heat are probably saying, well, by game time, we might not have anything to play for.
1: I'm right there with you, and that's where it's like for the Heat, why would they? They're going to know. I suspect they are going to be the sixth seed and end up playing Milwaukee in the first round, and for Miami, with, with with Butler and some of the injuries that he's incurred, like, why would you? Why would you put it out there? The game really doesn't mean anything, unless something falls that way, and they're going to know, kind of have a pretty good idea of where they stand. I suspect they're not going to be in a place where they're going to be able to move up. I think it is going to be the Knicks in that, in that four spot, so Where are the Heat going to go from there? I think Atlanta is going to win that game as well. So in this case, I think the Heat probably sit a number of players tonight. So not a game I'm going to get involved with. And you talked about those money line parlays for those favorites and throwing those favorites in there. Don't put those teams in there when we're talking about the Heat. Scratch that off the list because I don't think they're going to... They may win the game, but we just don't have any idea who's going to play, and I suspect you're going to see a lot of bench players, a lot of backups, seeing plenty of minutes tonight.
0: Yeah, that was not one I wanted in the first place uh, just because of the fact that Jimmy Butler, even if healthy, I should say even if playing was not going to be fully healthy, and so... Goran Dragic has shown up on the injury report as well. He's questionable for tonight. If you're thinking about the other side, uh, lots of rest for the Pistons as well. Jeremy Grant will not go in that game for Detroit. Uh, Elsewhere on the NBA slate here today, on the earlier side, a game that matters quite a bit to both the Grizzlies and the Warriors as Memphis visits Golden State. Warriors down to three and a half now, total of 228 and a half. This game is a 3.40 p.m. start on the East Coast. Let's get you the most updated injury information on that one. As I scroll down the screen here, uh, I would assume that we're going to have most everybody available for both sides. Kelly Oubre continues to be out, but that's been the case for a while for Golden State and the only injury of any note. For Memphis is Grayson Allen. This is a game for the eight and nine seeds. And uh, James, do you want to get the eight seed? Do you want to play the Lakers in the first game? Or do you almost want to hope that you end up in the nine, 10, you beat the Spurs and hope that uh, whoever gets the eight takes out the
1: Lakers? I think for Golden State they might relish the fact to be able to go in and play the champions and play the Lakers. You have a player, you have some championship pedigree on that team there with with Steph Curry obviously and Draymond Green and then coach Kerr. I think these are guys that want challenges. It's some of these teams that are looking well, maybe if they're really thinking certain ways thinking, well, we might want to avoid this team or avoid that team, then you're probably not going to last in the playoffs very long cuz that's not a winner's mentality. To me, the Warriors have a championship mentality. Because because they are winners on that team and led by Steph Curry. And that's a kid that I'm not wanting to get in front of that. We're talking about a chance to play at home. We've seen how well, especially the second half of the season, he has just been, he's had some phenomenal performances. And, you know, his range now is as soon as he steps across half court, he's not afraid to shoot it from anywhere on the floor. I'm not going to bet this game. This game is ticking down now. Money's coming in on the Grizzlies, Adam. It's in favor. Warriors favored now down to three and a half. I'm looking at probably getting involved in the Second half, not so much the side, but maybe the total. This is going to feel, I want to see if this feels like a playoff intensity kind of energy game where I think the tighter it gets in the second half, we start to see things slow down. The teams value the ball, work some more sets, run some more play clock down. I think that's where I'll get involved and look to play the under in this second half if it smells like a playoff game, which I suspect it will.
0: This is the game that I was looking at among the Moneyline parlays and thinking, all right, this is the price that could bring things back to a little better return because I have a lot of confidence in Steph and Dre in this particular spot. More from all of the major sports when we come back. Betting Across America is live from Las Vegas and Denver on VSIN, the sports betting network. Players might not get style points for home runs, but baseball betters do. New BetMGM customers can turn $1 into $100 when someone goes yard during a game. Sign up for the BetMGM app using code vsin 100 and if you place a $1 money line wager on the Cardinals or Padres, you'll get $100 if either team hits a home run. New customer offer, paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, New- Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-889-9789 to call or text the Tennessee Red Line. A promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Betting Cross America coming to the bottom of the 1 p.m. hour on the East Coast. We're coming to you from Las Vegas and from Denver. We've got NHL, Major League Baseball, and NBA action all live. We're taking a look at all of the implications of the final day of the NBA regular season for what happens in playoff seating because we don't have a whole lot settled as of yet. One game going on right now has direct implications as in, the two teams playing against each other are playing for the 8 and 9 seed, the Charlotte Hornets and the Washington Wizards. The Wizards have closed the gap a bit after being down as many as 13. They have closed it down to 40 35 midway through the second quarter. Wizards went off as six and a half point favorites. They're one and a half point favorites on the live line at even money. 224 and a half total trending below the 230 and a half. Pacers up five on the Raptors. In the middle of the second quarter down in Tampa, six and a half point favorites are the Pacers live just about where they went off pregame Knicks and the Celtics uh, Celtics given the Knicks a run here, New York 2827 early in quarter number two, nine and a half point favorites Knicks live after closing as a uh, link 12 to 11 pregame total 208 and a half is your live. James, let's get through the rest of the NBA card that we haven't discussed yet. Another game with implications. The Rockets visiting the Hawks. We kind of mentioned it uh, in passing earlier, but Atlanta can still finish as high as the number four seed, depending on how things shake out today. They do need some help from the Boston Celtics to make that happen. Hawks laying eight. This line has bounced around a fair amount. 232 and a half is the total. Updated uh, information on injuries. There are a number of players on the report here for the Atlanta Hawks. It's just a matter of who goes and how long they're able to play. Trey Young is probable. Uh, soreness in his big toe. Ngankwu is available. That was questionable as well. Galinari, Bogdanovich, Capella, all listed as questionable and uh, it'll be game time decisions on a number of them. And for the Rockets, uh, I mean, basically anybody of any note for the Rockets is out of this game, including Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, Any way for you to get involved here between the Hawks and the Rockets?
1: Maybe the only way would be just the total and trying to think, all right, if you have all this firepower, that most likely will not play. I'm still anticipating the Knicks are going to win this game and with the fate of Atlanta for that four seed, knowing that if the Knicks do win, they're not going to be in that four seed. Why are you going to play? Who who and how many players are actually going to see the floor tonight for Atlanta firepower off the floor you talked about Houston just basically uh, not even sure if they're gonna have how many healthy bodies they have to roll out there and who these players are to be able to put the ball in the basket it's 231 points just feels like yeah are they gonna play any defense on the other side either that's probably the that's probably the struggle to to figure out is yeah or if you're not going to defend these guys are still professional players and can put the ball in the basket if they don't have any hands and any hands in their face but I would probably be looking just at the total to play the under knowing that that if the Hawks, even if they do trot out some of those starters, they're probably not going to see too many minutes on the floor. Updating you on
0: the Spurs and the Suns, uh, Greg Popovich is going to take this game fully seriously for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, This was Suns out to double digits at one point, and it is all the way down to Suns 3.5 now, with Chris Paul and Devin Booker both sitting. The starting lineup for Phoenix will be campaign Carter, Bridges, Smith, and Sarich. So obviously not full speed from the Phoenix Suns. On the other side, everybody who had been sitting for the Spurs, including DeMar DeRozan, including DeJounte Murray, Lonnie Walker's in the lineup. Uh, Spurs are going after this thing here, James. What do you think about the Suns and the Spurs as this thing has gotten all the way down to three and a half. Spurs not playing for anything. Suns kind of, sort of playing for a shot at the number one seed
1: missed the number the number was up at nine and a half earlier brady and i talked about this one also on the pregame show leaning towards that dog in this spot really more so with popovich knowing look we're going to be playing that we are that 10 seed, so nothing to play for in a sense of seeding, but plenty to play for in a sense of getting your mind right when it comes to playoff basketball and no better motivator and psychological expert in the nba when it comes to to tapping into the psyche of his team as greg popovich does with his championship pedigree he knows he's got to get his guy's mind right, getting rolling into that pl- 10th playoff spot here coming up in a few days. This is where it starts. It just, It's not something that they can just flip on, especially there's not a, you know, it's a pretty young team. They do have a mix with a few veterans out there, but it's a young team, San Antonio team, for the most part. They've got to get their, get their playoff mojo going. It starts today, and with Phoenix sitting out, the players you mentioned with the backcourt, for starters, at, what does really Phoenix have to play for? Yeah, do they want that number one seed? Yes, do they really realistically have the shot to get it? Only if Utah loses at Sacramento, don't suspect that would happen. In this case here, yeah, I, I get why the money in that number has really changed in favor of the Suns or in favor of the Spurs all the way down now to just the three and a three-and-a-half-point home dog.
0: Magic and the 76ers, really nothing at stake here, so we'll just give you the numbers and move past that one. Sixers are laying eight at home. Tobias Harris is questionable to go today. Uh, Sixers have already locked up the number one seed. Magic, of course, have absolutely nothing to play for. 216.5 is your total on that game. Mavericks and the Timberwolves. Mavs laying six and a half in Minnesota. That game is sitting at 2.30 right now, 9 o'clock Eastern start. Uh, I'm going to group this together with the Clippers and the Thunder here, James, because we have a whole mess of teams trying to figure out the three through six seeds in the uh, in the Western Conference. Of course, the Thunder are trying to make sure they maximize their tank chances in this game. Clippers, I mean, look, the, it's really interesting to see how this shakes down because there are teams that... Want to try to avoid the Lakers in certain ways. If the Lakers end up in either the six or the seven uh, Clippers, don't really have a lot of reason to go full out on this one. Don't know if they really care about trying to finish uh, above the Nuggets and whether they want to play the Jazz or the Suns in the first round here. James, how would you handle the uh,
1: the games here with the Clippers and with the uh, Mavericks? I think for the Clippers, we'll see who actually gets put out there on the floor. Right, I don't think they really care. I don't think the Clippers are a team. They shouldn't be a team if they're if you're truly wanting to be a championship contender, you should want to play anybody anywhere and you want to beat you got if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. So not to try to avoid the Lakers, bad mindset going into the playoffs, but I think for the Clippers, they could suit up coach Tyron Lue and I think they could beat the Thunder. So I wouldn't worry so much about that one. I would definitely put them in you're talking about the money line parlay. Yeah, I, w- I can see where you would put the Clippers in there. I think for the Mavericks, yeah, the money line side. I for whatever reason, there's something about this T Wolves, and I know they really got buried. They they didn't show up to play that first quarter yesterday against the the Boston Celtics, and Tatum got off to a good start, and really they got off to a big lead at halftime and kind of coasted. But there is still some talent on that T Wolves team. I want to see how are they looking to finish this season. They want to obviously looking to build for next year. They have their pieces in place with Edwards, the rookie, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell's back on the floor for the last couple four weeks. So I think here do. We see a better effort out of the T Wolves than what we saw yesterday, especially wanting to show out for the new ownership and A Rod that's going to be taking over that franchise rolling into next year. Kind of curious to see what kind of energy comes out of the T-Wolves. I think this is where maybe I get involved in-game. Not gonna, I'm not going to bet this game before it starts. But if the T-Wolves come ready to play here, uh, they do have some talent to match up with the Mavericks sitting there at home uh, to cover that big number. I'm not looking for the T-Wolves to win the game outright, but might be tempted to take that num- plus money there at home, but it would be a live line only.
0: Mavericks, Maxi Kleber, doubtful. J.J. Reddick out. So without some shooting in the lineup with those two guys, I might potentially look at an under here with the shooting out. I want to see what the Timberwolves decide to roll out there uh, before I get involved here. Their injury report not yet submitted for the contest day. Uh, Lakers and the Pelicans, and we've made reference to this game. I haven't talked about it yet. Lakers are laying 10.5 in New Orleans, actually down to 7.5 now. Uh, I have not seen... Uh, news on. Yeah, it's LeBron and Anthony Davis listed as questionable. What do you think here, James? Uh, Lakers obviously have plenty to play for to stay out of that play-in. They know that the Blazers are taking on a shorthanded Nuggets
1: team later on maybe they play them and they play them for the first half because the blazers game is going to it's correlated they need obviously for the lakers they need portland to lose at home to denver tonight denver really whether it's the 3 or the 4 spot i really don't think they have much to play for so does denver give effort do they how much do they play their starters that have been they've been really through these first couple weeks in may it's been a grueling schedule for the for the nuggets this might clearly be a rest night for denver i think portland wins that game and that's going to be correlated with Los Angeles and the Lakers. Both games are at halftime. Do they go in at halftime? You know they're going to be scoreboard watching. Look where that Portland score is, and the Lakers are like, all right, if we did put Anthony Davis and LeBron James out and Portland's got a significant lead, maybe they got a 10-, 12-point lead at the half over Denver, and it's clear that Portland's going to win this game, you might see the Lakers start sitting some players here. So uh, it's just hard to take New Orleans in this spot with that number, just knowing that but basically all their starters are out due to injury. And so I'm not sure who we're going to see on the floor for New Orleans, but I don't want any part of the Lakers in this game, not only with the spread, but even the money line side either. I'll just stay away.
0: No Zion, no Brandon Ingram, no Steven Adams, no Lonzo Ball. It is a very shorthanded New Orleans team going out there on the floor today. Betting across America at the halfway mark. Aaron Judge just hit his fourth home run in three days. The Yankees move out to a 5-2 lead. Toronto is pouring it on against Philadelphia here on Betting Across America from VEASAN.